Hey, this is ZZ for my latest sponsor, ExpressVPN. You know, Netflix has different content available to users depending on where they're located. Netflix has thousands of shows, but you can only get access to a fraction of that because of where you are. If you're utilizing Netflix without using ExpressVPN, it's like paying for a gym membership, but only being able to use the treadmill. So how does this work? ExpressVPN lets you change your online location so you can control where you want Netflix to think you're located. They have almost 100 different server locations so you can gain access to thousands of new shows. I'm talking like Star Trek, the original series on UK Netflix, Brooklyn Nine-Nine on Canadian Netflix, Rick and Morty on French Netflix, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on Indian Netflix, the Harry Potter movie series on Australian Netflix, the list goes on and on. In the easy household, we utilize ExpressVPN and we've unlocked so much content that my family and myself can enjoy. But then you might be like, Eric, we can use other VPNs. No, 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 no. Listen, blazing fast speeds, stream in HD with zero buffering, compatible with all of your devices, phones, laptops, media consoles, smart TVs, and more, and it encrypts your data. ExpressVPN has the added benefit of encrypting your data so you can browse the web securely. Look, be smart. Stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com Zane. Don't forget to use my link at expressvpn.com slash Zane to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Well, well, well. Welcome in, welcome in, welcome in. Tis the Eric Zane Show podcast. Thank you so much for being here from the Impact Power Sports Studio. Impact Power Sports, you head of that place, you buy stuff that makes you whip around uh, on the trails. You know, impactpowersportsmi.com. I have a feeling that this mic is not agreeing with me today. That ought to do it. I don't know. What do I know? Uh, yes, it is a deer meathead type of day. If you want to uh, send a question along for Dear Meathead, send it to eric at ericzaneshow.com. My uh, beloved dad will be here uh, answering your questions along with Joanne on Dear Meathead. All right. I swear to God, Kenny, I am not going to forget your question. I see it right there. Patrick has sent a question. Kenny has sent a question. We're both similar about New Year's. Uh, so if you have something that you want to ask my dad, uh, send it along, Eric at ericzaneshow.com. He's always glad to hear from you and, uh, anticipating it as always, as he always does. I talked to him yesterday and, uh, the word on the street is that we are going to visit my dad. We're going across the state on uh, Saturday, which is always just a glorious time. 
And I'm, I'm going to see two father figures. You've got uh, Wally, my dearly departed mother's husband. And uh, then you got my dad. Now, two very different scenarios. Wally lives in a, um, it's, not a it's not a nursing home. It's um, the type of place you go when you don't want to uh, have all the responsibilities of home ownership, but you want the independence. They call it, uh, like, it's like apartment living with assistance. Is that a really nice place? And then it's awesome because they like make the food for you and everything if you want. I mean, you got a f- full kitchen or if you want, you can, if you see Wally's a social butterfly. Uh, this man makes friends so easily. It's, it's just incredible. So, um, you know, upon moving into this place with my mother, you know, he immediately was, uh, making friends and that's pretty damn good. You know, you gotta have that. So at, at any given time, if you call him, typically he's playing Nintendo Wii golf. That's a big hit. At this, uh, at this place. And I think the games get pretty intense. I cannot confirm whether or not money is changing hands in the game. Maybe. But, you know, if you give him a call when he's playing a round of golf, he's one of these fellows who, instead of letting it go to the voicemail because he's in the middle of the round of golf, he's going to pick it up. So he'll be on the green and you're like, hey, how's it going? I'm like... Hey, what's up? He's like, yeah, I'm in the middle of playing golf. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'll call you back. He's like, all right, thanks. And I'm like, well, yeah, you, you know, the, the, the phone's set up to uh, take a message. You know, no big deal. Uh, so we got a busy, busy day uh, coming up on Saturday. Drive over there, see Wally at the old folks' home. Uh, I, I just called the old folks' home, whatever. And uh, then we head on over to my dad's entirely different. You know, it's it's my dad's house. Uh, we'll see him. So, uh, yeah, more time driving than actually visiting with people by a lot. Uh, but that's cool, you know, uh, wishing these folks a uh, fantastic new year late and a Merry Christmas. You can still do that, right? So if you want to reach out and uh, leave a message, or I should say leave, have a question for dad, send it along on the Shoreliners striping inbox, eric at ericzaneshow.com. Rebecca is here. She says, yeah, easy. That's assisted living. Right. I knew that. Okay. Make sure my guest. All right. We're going to have a guest on here in a little bit. Uh Kenny says, ask him how much coffee is too much coffee. Yeah, I think Kenny has an issue where he kind of drinks too much and gets wired. Um, Blue State Rob says, we need a Dear Wally segment. Wow, I you know, I never really considered that. Um, I don't know. I think we've I think we've got the market covered. Uh, Ashley is here. She says, I always think of the villages and the STDs with the old people. Um, yeah, I don't know if that's the case where Wally lives, but I, I have heard about that where, you know, some of the, sometimes these old timers, they get just as horny as the young timers. 
And my God, that would be me, okay? My wife would be like, yeah, enough. I don't, I don't even, just get out. Go find someone new. Blue State Rob says that was a tongue-in-cheek Wally joke. Of course, of course. I appreciate you, though. Uh, all right. So thanks for being here on this, the 3rd of January. Uh, yesterday, I was at uh, Van Andel Arena and uh, putting on my best Ken Calvert voice to do PA for the uh, Grand Rapids goal. And it was a damn good crowd for a Tuesday night game. We got a game again tonight, and uh, you need to come see us. The crowd was into it the whole game, despite various times of the game being down by 40 or more points. That's right, 40 or more points we were losing by. And we had won five in a row. That's never happened. Uh, I have never in my time with this basketball team have seen them win five in a row. It's just kind of a, for some reason, the success hasn't come as easily as uh, as one might hope. But uh, that was not last night. 40 plus points at one point. My God, they had the other, the other team is from Birmingham, Alabama. They had almost 50 points at the end of the, uh, of the first quarter, which if you average that out, you know, if they maintain that pace, they would score nearly 200 points in the game. My God. As it turns out, I, I think they scored north of 140. It was uh, really, really bizarre. We just couldn't, we couldn't hit the side of a barn. It was uh, really, really bad. But they'll go at it again. Blue State Rob says, they came for the shot clock counter. By the way, tomorrow is a big day. Tomorrow is the five-year anniversary. My five-year fire-versary um, from BBL. And this is an important one, probably more impo- as important as the firing from Free Beer and Hot Wings, which in February, that will be eight years. Oh, God. The five-year fire-versary. Whoops. What the hell? I think I just lost my mic. Hang on, hang on. Something's going on here. Check, check. Uh, Okay, for a second there, I thought my mic was gone. Yeah. So the five-year fireversary from WBBL, which that was January 4, 2019. Part of me wants to just get into that timeline now since I brought it up. I, I, I think I will. Uh, leading up to it is, is, is more ridiculous. I guess I could do it tomorrow too, but who gives a shit? Oh, my God. This was uh, this firing on January 4th, 2019 um, is what led directly to this podcast. Because there was Friday, January 4th, 
and then Saturday, January 5th, and then the evening of Sunday, January 6th, 2019, is when I was in this room uh, talking into a cell phone doing the first ever Eric Zane Show podcast titled A New Hope. Absolute pile of garbage show, but then for I did it like the day after. That would be January 7th. And then I, uh, and it wasn't any set time. It wasn't first thing in the morning back then. But about two, three, four days into it, I said, you know what? I think I'm going to try to do this every single day and do a, uh, a daily podcast and actually earn a living doing it. I had zero idea really what I was going to do. But uh, Big Dick Donnie Veltman was the first guy to come out of the woodwork and say, hey, EZ, I'll give you money and you talk about my comedy shows. I'm like, all right, that sounds good. Rick from TC Paintball quickly uh, followed suit. Rick, to this day, is still a major player on the Eric Zane Show podcast with TC Paintball. God bless him. Uh, Big Dick Donnie went belly up in the comedy business uh, right at about the same time that Michael Rapoport publicly threatened to kick his ass. Blue State Rob says, whatever happened to Big, Big Dick Donnie? I don't know. Uh, Amanda says he sold the bowling alley up in Howard City. I do know that. Kenny says, well, check on Big Dick Donnie. I have numerous times. Big Dick Donnie divorced the world because he was in uh, for 10 large to Rappaport. I don't know why the fuck he did that. I mean, I like Don. He's one of these guys that when the world came crashing down for whatever reason... He just decided that uh, he wasn't going to talk to anyone on the planet. I, I, I don't even know what the fuck happened. I just reached out to say, hey, dude, you should probably pay Rappaport. At one time, I said, why don't you just send him like a couple hundred bucks of the 10 large that you owe him and say, I'm working on it. At least that would be a good faith showing. I don't know what the fuck happened to Donnie, but. I know that Rappaport wants to kick his ass, but um, holy shit. <clears throat> I might have to bust out that video later on of Rappaport threatening to beat up Don if he doesn't pay him. Tyler says, Tyler Kerr says, back when we had nighttime streams complete with Eric pounding Bush NAs. Yeah, that was so dumb. I drink these Bush NAs and then I'd have to pee like all night. Um, Amanda says, want me to go, ah, want me to go knock on his door. Ah. No, no, no. Leave him alone. Blue State Rob says, it sounds like he's a little embarrassed. Maureen says, I have a brother-in-law who hates WBBL for firing you. He hasn't listened to that station since. Uh, ha ha ha. I told him about your podcast. He knows Mike Ball, fellow little Debbie guy. Um, yeah, the old BBL days. Ben and I were clueless. And I, Jesus, I can't believe I was so naive. Leading up to my firing, I accidentally eavesdropped 
on a conversation between Tony Gates and Michelle McCormick. They didn't know that. And I found this out by accident uh, that each of these studios, you can push a button, the aux button, as it's known, and you can hear what's going. It's almost like a network. You can hear what's going on in another studio. And nobody knew this. And by the time I figured it out, um, so I figured it out. And then um, the reason why I was tipped off that they might be talking about Ben and I, their door on their studio was closed. That is tipping me off that they're talking about me because the door on their studio is never closed, ever. So that told me, hmm, they're talking about something that they don't want anybody to hear. So then I immediately went into the studio, pushed that button, and sure enough, they are talking about Ben and I. And they indicate that our time is up. And they're having a conversation about it. And uh, I don't think Ben was there to witness this, but I sure was. Even though I had that information, which was probably a week before we got fired, for some reason, I convinced myself that Ben and I we're not getting fired. And I don't know if that's the optimism in me or what, or I'm just thick skull. Probably that. The only other piece of information that we had was that uh, there was a big meeting on Friday, January 4th, the afternoon of Friday, January 4th. All staff meeting with a big announcement. Uh, Blue State Rob says you probably just blew it off as gossip. I know it happens in radio, probably happens everywhere. Yeah, I guess. This I did know. There was a big meeting. And Ben and I were convinced. We were convinced that they were going to uh, make WBBL a, uh, a, a rock station or something like that. And Ben and I were going to be the cornerstone. Ben and Eric. Eric Zane show with Ben. Uh, uh, kicking ass and taking names on the rocker. 107.3. Ah. Well, some of that was true. Some of that was true. There was a format. BBL was, in fact, changing the format. But uh, Ben and Eric would have uh, nothing to do with it. At 8 a.m. that morning, I threw up. And I come back into the studio. It's uh, Ben. And I uh, remember Sam Mills. She happened to be in there just hanging out, you know, doing a couple segments with us. She was fun. She is fun. Ben, uh, I think I'm sick. I'll see if it happens again. Sure enough, 15 minutes later, I, I vomited again. Walk back to the studio. I go, dude, I have to go home. Please finish the show. No problem, EZ. Okay. I reached out to um, Lori Bennett. And I uh, I texted her. She was the boss. And I said, hey, I'm sick. I have to go home. I remember not receiving any word back from her, which was strange because she's always very, very aggressive and being like on top. Okay, you go home. Uh, she'll basically repeat everything that I, uh, everything that I'd already put in place. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, you go home and have Ben and Sam do the show, and, uh, yeah, they, they'll do the promos, and then uh, uh, they'll sit in with a, uh, for a boring meeting with me, and uh, blah, 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 blah. She's always, like, way over the top controlling. That's kind of like um, her moniker, her calling card. She's got to have her fucking hands in everything. So I'm fucked up. I text her, hey, I'm sick. I'm going home, waiting to hear back. The usual, like I just described, nothing, not a word. I go, well, that's, that's weird. I wonder what the fuck is up. But at no point did I think I'm getting fired. We are getting fired. It never occurred to me. Leave the radio station. Pull into my driveway. At the time, my son, my daughter-in-law, my now daughter-in-law, and my grandkids were living at home at my house. They were like, uh, they hadn't gotten a place to live or some shit. I don't remember. And uh, I remember thinking, boy, when you go in there, Eric, um, your wife and whoever is at the door is probably going to be like, hey, why are you home? Did you get fired? I remember thinking that. And I said, yeah, make sure you like put him at ease right away that, hey, yeah, I'm sick. Uh, don't come near me. I, I Nothing bad happened. I remember thinking that exact thought that they may think that I got fired. But at no point, again, am I concerned about my job? Walk into the house. That happens. I, uh, Diana's still in bed because it's a uh, vacation, you know. Uh, from Hey, I, I'm sick. Oh, my God. Okay, I, I'll take care of you. Okay, thanks. I appreciate it. Kick off my shoes. Get in bed. Uh, I vomit a couple more times, falling asleep, getting sicker and sicker and sicker. And uh, my phone buzzes. Ignore. Phone buzzes again. Bzz. And then bzz, bzz. Bzz, 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 bzz. Bzz, 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 bzz. It's going, I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? I grab it. It's a text. From Sam Mills. Uh, Marcus Bradman just got fired. What? Oh my God. Short time later. Ben just got fired. And they are looking for you. Oh. Then I'm like. All right. Maybe they're trying to get a hold of me. To tell me that they're going to call the radio station uh, W. Eric Zane. I don't know. For some reason, I'm convinced that it's going to work out. Perpetually optimistic. I uh, I see that I have a message uh, from the boss. Like there's actually been a message left for me. And I'm like, uh-oh. And uh, I, I play the voicemail. And it's the general manager at this time. At the time, a guy, I don't remember his name. Hey, uh, Eric. Uh, I heard you're sick. Sorry about that. Uh, I kind of need to talk to you right. Crystal and I need to talk to you right away. Now, Crystal is HR. Now, there's no reason why. Okay, so at this point, i like, that's it. I'm fucked. 
I'm now convinced I'm, I'm, I'm dead. Sure enough. Um, I call back boss picks it up and I go, uh, Hey, he goes, yeah, we need you to come in. I go, I can't just, you know, I'm sick. Do what you got to do. You know, it was like, uh, in the Sopranos when they shot big pussy, not in the face. Yeah. Uh, we're changing format. We got to let you go. I go. Okay. And that was it. That was it. I, um, went on Facebook live. I take it back. I tried to go on Facebook live and, um, Lori Bennett, um, had locked me out of my Facebook fan page. One that I had when I arrived at the radio station, that wasn't a WBBL thing. It was an Eric Zane thing, but for some reason, months earlier, um, I presume she knew what was up. She made me make her the admin. So I get fired and she locks me out of my own fucking page. I call the boss back and go, Hey, um, I need my Facebook page. She locked me out of my own page. She can't do that. I, that's my own. That's my lifeline to the audience. I have to have my Facebook page. Oh, I'll see what I can do. And I know what that means. I had to go and get my lawyer uh, to threaten them to make that happen. I was so pissed off about that. That put into motion my uh, completely detesting Lori Bennett. Now, she was a pain in the ass to work for. Uh, Everybody hated her, but we got along well enough. She's my boss, you know? Um, But once that happened... I was like, fuck you. Uh, This took significant time to finally get her to undo what she had done. Put me back in charge of mine and um, take herself off of it. And then no one said, hey, it's done. It's all set now. They just let me figure it out on my own, these fucking assholes. So um, that put in motion me being super pissed at the time. I then do a Facebook live from my fucking bed saying, Hey, I got fired. And, uh, uh, Ben got fired and Marcus got fired. And then I said, Bill got fired and Brett got fired, but that was not true because Bill had been in deep discussion with whoever to stay on as, uh, part of the Michigan sports network. And he's still on BBL and, Fucking, I don't know. Bill knew, didn't tell me. That's very normal for radio. No one ever, no one ever tips anybody off. Not that I would have believed it. I'm such a fucking idiot. Um, Blue State Rob says, as of August 2023, Lori is in South Bend, Indiana. That's a market upgrade. Not. Yeah, South Bend's rough. Um, Yeah, that's, I think she's, um. Uh, Running a couple of radio stations there. Good luck to those people. Um, so at that point, I post the Facebook video. And um, then I hear from Wood TV 8. 
They go, hey, uh, we heard about what happened to you. Yeah. We know you're sick, but would you mind coming into the TV station? I go, no, no, this is the start of my uh, uh, always say yes. You know, I mean, it's not like I, I can do anything else. I'm, I'm, I'm lucky to have you even uh, uh, reach out to me in any way, shape, or form. Uh, so this is that Come moment. On the West Michigan Airwaves tonight, WBBL 107.3, the longtime sports station in West Michigan. Now- this is when I think I was at my gayest. Now with some new programming. The change resulted in layoffs. What's, what's the herky-jerky and the eye movement, and I'm wearing this, this really bright, super gay shirt. Including some well-known voices. Joining us now in studio, one of those personalities, Eric Zane. Eric, thanks for coming in tonight. Uh, the pleasure's mine. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Any inkling this was coming? Look at that skinny fuck. How did you find out? This is a funny firing story, and I apologize because it's almost awkward that I'm smiling because, but I, I try not to let this stuff get me down these days, and I've been through it a lot, so if that's weird. I actually look unhealthy there. That I look like I just got liberated from Auschwitz. Um, I had to go home today early because I was, I was sick. I had to get off of the air, and I had a couple of the other talents fill in the last hour. I went home, I was sleeping, and then my phone started to erupt and said, heads are rolling here and they're looking for yours. So that was it. And I was like, oh no, this is it. And I did not expect it. It was a big out of the blue thing. So it was very shocking. So gay. This has happened to you before, as yes. you mentioned. <laughs> and, and I was watching some of your stuff on social today. And even your wife was saying, get out of radio. Are you done with radio? Um, well, I can't work in radio for extended time as uh, the non-compete plays out. Yeah, well, one year non-compete. Can you believe that shit? Um, but I have really, um, as much as I love it, I can't really worry about it for extended time. So I've got to do other things in order to feed my family. So I'm going to podcast right away. Um, and I think that that might be great for me. So I'm going to do that. And um, who knows what else? You know, I've got to. Now I said that might be great for me. I had no fucking idea, nor did I even think that I, at that point, did I ever consider this to be a daily thing. That took another week and a half before I ever even considered that. Ask the question because a lot of viewers probably wonder: Is there any chance of you reuniting with your old gang? Is um, that? Uh, do you rule that out? Never. I would never rule that out. Um, uh, I, I should have. I, I should have said, "Oh." Fuck no, they're they're idiots. We had the greatest years that have ever taken place in my life. Um, it got off the rails, and I think a long, long conversation would have to take place because everybody's still hurt and angry about it. It never really, nothing's changed. Really did get fixed, and I've done things that have upset them, and they will continue to do things. things that- my attitude is completely different. I, I'm almost like trying to. Uh, 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 somehow get open the door somehow pry open the door there uh, fast forward to 2024 that door is slammed and nailed shut at me but I don't think they have the room though to be honest with you I think they're more than now that's true I guess they just hired um, uh, a high schooler they just added another person for 2024 they had 11 they needed 12 people with a microphone set with what they I'm have. not even kidding you in fact if I'm not mistaken the guy they hired used to be uh Amanda's daughter's lover 
um, I think. But you never know. I never rule anything out. I'm not kidding you. They hired a guy who is the son of another radio guy in town. You ever heard of that show, uh, Tommy and uh, Tommy and Brooke? Is that is that still a thing? I think they're on Christian radio. Tommy's Amanda says that this is Tommy's son and her daughter, Mariah, after hockey games, would have sex with this guy. Out. Yeah. You've indicated you want to stay in West Michigan. And, of course, you're still working with the Griffins. We'd love to see you at the games, of yes. course. That doesn't change. Griffins and the drive. Okay. In fact, the drive tomorrow night. So that has been – I've never gotten tired of that job, uh, either of them. They're, they're so awesome, and I, I love them. So, yes, I will be part of those. Well, we apologize, we apologize for making you shave. I'm glad I did it. Did you see how gay that was? Uh, because my wife – Look at that reaction. so awesome. Right here. So yes, I will be part of this. Right, right here. Well, we apologize. We apologize for making you shave. Stop. Stop. Oh, God. Fucking A. What I'm glad I did it, uh, because my wife just hated the beard. So, you know, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, you it's, were right. Uh, metaphor, beard. You know, that's, isn't that what they call it? Like, my wife is the beard for how gay I am here. That holiday beard. Yes, and- yes. But if I brought my gay daughter in here... And I said, hey, does this guy look gay? She's like, oh, yeah, you're so gay, you you queer. Uh, EricZaneShow.com for everything now. If you want to bookmark it, because right now I'm selling T-shirts to survive, and that's where the podcast will be for now. Okay, so. more to come. Eric yes. Zane, good luck to you again. We're all uh, kind of uh, concerned for you, of course. <laughs> getting you. that news. Yeah, he's saying that because three years, I don't know. Yeah, three years prior to that, I I said I was had a, I had entertained thoughts of killing myself. But uh, yeah, and I and I think it's I I'm glad you brought that up because I was in a very dark spot three years ago, and I have gotten some mental health um, treatment, and I am okay. And uh, thank God to the doctors and my family for their support. But I'm okay, and I know a lot of people are worried about that. So yeah, you get knocked down, but you got back up. That's exactly. There right. we go. We That's right. To do that. Yeah. All right. Good to hear. Pull yourself. I said we will continue to do that. I meant to say I. Zane, thanks for coming to do that because it's just me, motherfucker. Brand new from ah! Proactive. Me- oh, God, that was ridiculous. It's embarrassing. Um, Let's see. Blue State Rob says, that's when you could see the penis through the pants. That's right. I had a big wad of dick on those pants. Did you see that big dick wad? Good point. I should have gone back to that. Good luck, Zane. Don't end up in the gutter. You got a little stiff when he gave you a compliment. Garrick Zane was tickled that he noticed you shaved. Um, Let's see. Patrick says this is awesome in hindsight. Thank you, Patrick. Blue State Rob says you look younger now. I look, yeah, like a prisoner of war. Corey says I can understand if you quit having a non-compete, but how can they fire you and say you can't work for a year? Um... Yeah, that's a that's a typically what it's supposed to be is 
if you get fired, um, I think you would like agree to it when you sign up. It's really, it's really weird. I think if you challenge it, you can win, but, um, no one ever does because, uh, the, the, the other competing company won't, won't hire you if you have a non-compete. That's generally the way it is. I don't know. Can't describe me as jolly Eric Zane. Linda says, how did you pull yourself together to do that? You're so very gay, Maureen says. This was your gayest that was not topped until the great food giveaway news appearance this month. Well, part of that is because that's not me. That's Eric Zaitunian. And we hate that fucker. You know, you want Eric Zane. Uh, Amanda says that the new dude on free beer and hot wings is 24. Oh, okay. All right. Um, and Amanda says that her daughter did not have sex with that guy, but she had sex with the brother of the new guy. Okay, cool. Um, why con Rob describes our pals Freeburn hot wings as the next Bob and Tom. She dated his brother, Casey, but I know that whole family. Blue State Rob says, was this in between scissoring her teammates during hockey games, Amanda? Uh, Non-compete in Michigan is bullshit. They can't really enforce it unless they pay you a signing bonus. Kyle who is one of the show gays says, I am the expert here. You definitely were really gay. Yeah. It's, it's very, it's just flamboyant and outward. I just, my mannerisms, that's, uh, that's my go-to. If I'm on TV, I just turn into a, one of the gays and that's okay. Described as a beta bottom. All right. Corey says a show with just Greg and Chris alone would be unbearable. They need other people to add content. Kent describes me on TV as spank bank material. All right. If you say so, that's excellent. Okay. Well, anyway, that ends. The next day arrives. The next day leaves. Um, I spent a little time in this unfinished room, figuring out what I was going to do. Did a podcast on Sunday. Uh, I had some of the infrastructure set up. I had the Patreon set up because in October earlier, that was when I got suspended for sending Ben, uh, Ben home. And, uh, so I was able to launch the Patreon at about the same time. And that, I think, uh, within a matter of days, I had 400 plus people that were on it. And, uh, that bought me a couple of months 
I was able to earn a couple months worth of money to survive while I built up the sponsorship on the free platform. And nothing has changed since. It's been the same damn thing every day now for five years. And we will celebrate, officially celebrate the fireversary tomorrow. Uh, since then, there's been uh, ups and downs here. Uh, I had a down in March of 2019 when Ben threw me under the bus and said that I think he described me as like an abuser or some shit, some crazy shit. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And uh, he threw me under the bus. It was ugly. People got pissed off at me. Made it through that. Ben and I made up. That ended. Uh, then there was the great Zaniac. Um, what I call it? The great Zaniac Exodus. The great Zaniac something. When a bunch, I think it was like half a dozen people, a dozen people who helped build the studio. They like turned on me and uh, everything went to shit. And they, they, it was just the stupidest thing in the world. They had gotten so uh, aggressively. Um, they had become fans so aggressively with coming over to my house and just being fucking weirdos. And I had had enough and it blew up. That was ugly. Thank God that happened though. It wasn't until that happened though, that I think the show finally got into a comfortable spot. As soon as we got rid of all those mouth breathing, uh, teeth rotted out of their head, losers. And, and that, that I think is, uh, is, was a similarity that I, I think I, I should have picked up on the busted out black bleeding teeth. When people talk, there's not supposed to be broken teeth with blood oozing out of the teeth. That was a regular thing with those fucking crackheads. Oh my God. And that was what, how long ago was that? I think uh, like two years ago. I don't know. Corey describes them as fat, ugly dollar, fat dollar tree shopping losers. Can't mention the Ben reconciliation without mentioning the Troy Finn home meltdown. Oh yeah. That cock. Troy, when I decided to start, when Ben and I, um, well, but first Ben reached out to me to his credit and then we, uh, we were working it out. And then, um, Ben went on or uh, Troy went on Zaniacs United and, um, he put a picture of Ben up there and he called him a snowflake, which was for some reason, one of those tri triggering words for Ben. He hated that. So Troy knew that. And though here I am trying to uh, mend the relationship and he posts that and I said, Hey dude, do you mind if you not do that? And, um, he said, yeah, but you know, uh, you, you're just going to get screwed again. Uh, I, I was married to a woman who had the same mental disorder that he had. 
So uh, you're fucked. And so uh, I challenged him on that. And that led to a, uh, we were both motherfucking each other. And then that was it. That's how that ended. So then he was out. And then later on, fast forward to the great Zaniac Exodus. And all those pieces of shit invited him back. So now he's lumped in with that whole group of idiots. And, you know, every one of those people has a different reason why they hate me. None of them are correct. They're all idiots. I'm glad. I I, I wish them nothing but the worst. Nothing but the worst. I hope nothing positive happens to you for the rest of your days. I hope you turn around negative. Turn around negative. You are all stalking psychopaths and assholes. All right. Kenny says, didn't he say you'll never learn, will you? Yep, that's exact. Thank you for reminding me. All right. Where was I? I got to get to my dad coming up at nine. If you have a question for dad on Dear Meathead, I have one, two, uh, and two of them are the same. Let's see. I don't have a ton. I, 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 it's always difficult for me. I don't like writing them myself. It feels cheap when I do that. Um, so I've got Rob V with a question. Kenny and Patrick have pretty much the same question. That's all I got. Sometimes I have to kind of stop down and say, Hey, if you could, uh, rack your brain, what's going on in your life and give me a question, just kind of put him into the scenario. How would he react? What, what could he give you advice on whatever this is? So just keep that in mind. Eric at ericzanecho.com. All right. The open and live stream of this show. I'll get to that in a second, actually. Uh, thank you if you're watching the show on Facebook, X, or YouTube. I got to kick you out, though. You can download the full show at uh, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live or download the Twitch app to enjoy the full show. Audio podcast, wherever you download shows, Patreon podcast, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Eric Zane. Sign up for seven days free. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. X brought to you by Blue Frost IT. The open and live stream brought to you by Tag Accounting. Tagcpa.net is the website. When it comes to getting your taxes done, have Tag do it for you. That's Troy Ginzer. Troy Allen Ginzer, I think. Tag Accounting and Tax Services. Reach out to him, Troy. Oops. Troy at tagcpa.net or call 616-301-9516. If it's just for your personal taxes, Troy can handle that from no matter where you are in the United States. Also uh, specializes in payroll client services, client access, tax client access, 
uh, services, child tax information, all that stuff is important and can help you. Uh, A-plus rating on the Better Business Bureau. Thank you so much. Tag Accounting. From anywhere in the United States, you can take advantage of Tag Accounting. All right. Grand Rapids Gold in action tonight. They're in action Friday night, and they're in action on Sunday. And hopefully there won't be any more 40-point losses. Come see us at the Grand Rapids Gold game. Go to grandrapidsgold.com or... Just show up at the box office. You got a 7 p.m. tip off tonight. Come see us. Tickets extra low if you get them at the box office. Uh, 12 bucks when you come in. $2 beers, $2 dogs on Thursdays and Fridays. GrandRapidsGold.com. Get tickets. Affordable family fun. Always a great time at the Grand Rapids Gold game. We got a thing called the uh, selfie cam. Um, We put a QR code on the big board. And you just scan that thing and your phone turns into the camera that shows up on the big board. It's awesome. Kids are doing the pepper grinder. So much fun. Thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. Get your mortgage from Mario today. Whether it's your first, your 10th, maybe it's a refi. Get money out of your home, whatever it may be. And MLS number 3035 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team. Of Van Dyke Mortgage. Mario can get you into your mortgage today. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This moment happened yesterday. Our pal Joe Spaulding speaking to the Ottawa County uh, Board of Commissioners. Uh, he's bringing up the problems he has in his three minutes of public comment with the agenda on the meeting for uh, yesterday. And one of the things on the agenda was these board of assholes led by Joe Moss. If they deem that someone during public comment is saying something that they don't like, they can end their public comment. This is what Joe had to say about that. Of the crop in all of the packet that you put out is the lawsuit bait challenge or ability for the chair to um, assert some sort of authority over the public speaker who is exercising their First Amendment rights specifically to free speech and to petition their government for redress of grievances. If you decide to throw a hammer down on someone giving public comment because you feel it's disruptive, and let's be real, you don't have the discretion to call anything in here disturbing the peace. That's ridiculous. Like, go fuck yourself, dude. Good. So uh, the ability for the chair to shut down any public comment at all is just lawsuit bait. It's an infringement of both 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 of those First Amendment rights. And if you exercise that, the only thing that's going to happen is that David's good, David Coleman is going to end up with more money because you guys have abused your power 
uh, that you don't understand. Thank you. Next public comment is Sheila Depp. All right. Go fuck yourself, dude. How's it going, easy? Yo, Joe, what's happening? Good morning. Good morning. Uh, okay, I just got done playing the clip when you broke down that they were discussing the possibility of being able to interrupt people and say, all right, we don't like this. We're going to shut it down. That's right. Uh, yeah. So yesterday morning I was planning on heading in and, uh, uh, one of the interesting things about living in a community for 30 years is sometimes you get funny emails. Uh, I got an email in the morning from uh, my high school debate coach who said, Joe, you need to read the packet. Okay. Uh, so I read the, the packet for the meeting and, uh, there are a few things that were pretty, pretty upsetting, but one of those things like had my name written on it. And it's this arbitrary and capricious change in the rules that allows the chair to just drop the hammer and stop the conversation in the middle of somebody's public comment. Um, which like, you know, that's an abuse of authority, but you know, as, as someone who pays taxes here, what I see is another baited lawsuit. Like they'll do it and then they'll get sued and then they'll lose because the first amendment says it's dumb. Uh, you know, even though they're assholes and they're idiots, how could they not understand that? I mean, are they that blind to think that that wouldn't happen? Uh I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I think that my gut feeling is that the Kelman lawyers like put one or two of the changes in and then somebody else slipped that one in. It, it really seemed to me like Gretchen Cosby actually had, based on what I know about all of them, Gretchen Cosby had a lot of influence in what was written there because, you know, that was the person that was sitting up there when I was playing the harmonica and they had to shut the meeting down or whatever. Right. And, uh, Right. So like, it seemed like that was like red meat to her. So like the chairs of the subcommittees would feel empowered. I don't think that I, maybe he will. Like, I don't think that Joe Moss really cares about the County. So like, I don't think he, okay. Like, I don't think he's the one that wants to drop the hammer. I think it's uh, nurse ratchet. <laughs> um, and it, it's, it's ironic that when you're talking about, they want to shut down things that are disruptive. You then gave an example of something that's disruptive by telling him to go fuck himself right to his face. That's exactly right. And, and you know, I'm not going to lie and say that wasn't really fun and didn't feel good. It, it did. It was great. Um, my, my favorite, favorite ever first amendment quote and you're going to know what it is in just a second real quick before i'm done with it is lenny bruce right it's you take away the right to say the word fuck you take away the right to say the word the words fuck the government you it's it's so clear cut so like that is something that can be viewed as disrupted by disruptive as an individual but is clearly protected first amendment speech correct yes so so that's why i chose to use it's not and it's not the first time that this happened there's other video of me giving public comment um one other time using the f word because in ann arbor a couple years ago in 2021 um there's a local celebrity over there his name is violin monster he uh uh, wears a werewolf mask on the street and plays violin. Um, I, I don't know. It's an interesting personality. I like the guy. But he said the F word in the middle of public comment. I think he was talking about his own experiences with homelessness. And four of the city 
council members tried to make a new rule to limit public comment and give them the ability to cut into it and shut it down. Right. The next the next week was uh, because it's Ann Arbor and everybody understands the First Amendment. Uh, it was just like I am Spartacus of the F word. It was a really really fun <laughs> meeting, and. And so, like, you know, and then, you know, I participated in that. I said, I fucking love the First Amendment. And, uh, and again, like, I, I got the, you know, the hate, hateful reaction at the end. So if, if folks want to come at me because I said the F word in public in front of adults, like, I don't, I mean, right. you know, that's, that's going to be their prerogative. It's not going to be effective. The reality is the First Amendment is what we are falling back on. And it's, like, doubly ironic because this, this uh, commission asked that constitutional county nonsense right. before and, and they're presenting themselves as constitutionalists and they don't know the very literally yep. the first thing in the first amendment did anyone wince when you said it because we can't see them in the clip yeah i couldn't see it but like i heard audible wincing from both our side and their side but not a lot just so just a little bit like the type of reaction that you would expect folks that uh uh, have lived in this community their entire life have when yeah. they hear that instead of like God bless America or whatever it is people say instead of swearing. You have a uh, a person that does a parody account of you. That to me means you're doing a great job. You have a some guy who um, after I posted it on Twitter um, said that um, you must be happy because you're on a failed radio guys podcast. So, you know, <laughs> you and I both got it. To me, whenever I see that, that means... You're getting to them. And I don't know who the person is, but somebody had, uh, posted uh, back at I mean, They call themselves Mo Spalding or something. You've got a parody account. Congratulations. Thank you. And it's and, um, it's not the first one. And again, back to the Ann Arbor sit, like we had another parody account of me out there um, that actually got shut down by Twitter at the time because it wasn't owned by Musk yet. And, um, you know, we knew exactly who that parody account was because they used a lot of really, really weird language that this other character over there who ran for mayor a while ago uh, used. So we knew it was we knew it was Pat Lesko uh, was the name of the person okay. over here. Like, I, I don't give a shit. Right. right like, right. Other than what you just said. Yeah, it's, it's clear I'm getting to them. But like if they're coming, the other side of that is if they're coming at me, like they're missing the entire damn point. Like I'm not an elected official. I'm just right. a, I'm another voter. I just know how to use my voice. Yeah, you're just a failed candidate and I'm a failed radio guy. Oh, I thought you were a big fraud. Okay, that too. That too. I'm also a big fraud. <laughs> um, uh, they, they accuse you of being a paid activist true or false <laughs> i mean like in holland i'm not getting paid shit anything at all for anything in holland like this is my backyard and i live here i didn't get paid for the work i did in ann arbor um i did get paid for some work i did over in california that was pretty similar getting a mayor unelected yeah but like well i mean well, that's the way it goes sometimes for services you gotta pay for them yeah, it's so weird that when all of my opposition shows up and they say, this guy's getting paid a lot of money to kick our asses, that somebody shows up and tries to pay me money to get somebody's ass kicked. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's that's uh, that's the nature of the beast. We're not here to fucking get, uh, uh, you know, heaven points. We want some goddamn money. I got I got to I like he like. I, I wish I like I wish I could get paid for this. Like I, I'm absolutely 100 percent compelled to make sure this place doesn't suck as badly as it's leading towards. And I'm glad that you do. I'm glad that you are there, Joe Spalding. I enjoy it when you speak. 
Uh, I would hate to be on the receiving end of a beatdown. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm glad you're on the good guy's side. Uh, I mean, like, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to be called all the names that you could call me that I can't say. In public, so. <laughs> yeah, shit. Oh, my God. Uh, well, as always, great work. I enjoyed seeing it. And uh, and, and, and keep, keep at it. Keep at it. I'm looking forward to seeing where this goes. Thanks, and we're not going to stop working. Uh, everything's about November 2024, and I, uh, you know, ever since you know, I was a little kid listening to whatever that radio show was back in the day, and I, I thought you were great. So thanks, buddy. I appreciate you. Yeah. All right, Joe. Thanks for the time. Take care. Bye. Yep. There you go. That is uh, Joe Spalding, paid activist, known troublemaker. I mean, go fuck yourself at a at public comment. He looked at the county commissioner and told him to go fuck himself. <laughs> Cause, oh yeah, we're going to take out free speech. Oh uh, yeah. If you do that, that's uh that's lawsuit bait. I mean, seriously, go fuck yourself. <laughs> All right, let's bring in dad for dear meathead. Um, if you don't have a question, send it in, send it in. I need him. I always need him. Good morning, Grand Rapids. This is meathead. Good morning, Dad. How are you? I'm, I'm coming to you from the bottom of a well. Hey, speak up. I can't hear you. Am I, is it is it from the bottom of a well? Oh. Are we on now? Yeah, we've been on. Uh, is it sound better? Oh, yeah. I couldn't even hear anybody. Because you didn't have the speaker on. Yeah, I didn't you know, have there's that speaker button. It, it makes it sound. There's a yeah, button. There's a button. I didn't do any of that. There's a button that says bottom of a well. Oh. <laughs> well, thanks a lot. <laughs> so once you push the bottom of the well button, then then it's good to go. Oh my god. This is this is a new world. I don't know anything about this. Hey, that's okay. You're doing fine. You're doing fine. Okay. You know. Hey, the uh we're we're coming to visit. You are? Yeah, we're going to be there Saturday, then. All right. Yeah, that's going to be a good time. Yeah, make sure, make sure I'm awake. Who's coming? Uh, for now, it's just Eric and Diana. I, I, I'm i trying to get Madison to join us. Um, it's always Come on, Madison, get going. Yeah, it's always difficult to get everybody on the same page. You know how it is. Well, we'll be glad to see you. Well, we're going to be here. We're happy to have you. Of course, of course. Well, uh, anyway, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all that fun stuff. Yeah, same to you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, let's get after it. I have a question here from um, the multi-talented Kenny, who has a problem because, well, he thinks he has a problem because he thinks he might be drinking, getting too much coffee into his system all right uh and he wants to know how much coffee is too much coffee in your opinion dad well i actually i can't give you a whole lot of information there because i'm not a coffee drinker one cup a day well there you go maybe just one cup a day is all that he needs that's that's good you know kind of just to get jump started well, I don't think a lot of coffee is a good thing. Green tea is good. Yeah. Tea is good. Yes. Green tea. Green tea is great. 
I've heard uh, excellent things about green tea. Uh, yeah, you can get some caffeine too, I guess, from that, or perhaps just. Uh, yeah, but I, I I don't see any common sense in drinking coffee. Period. Well, then why do you? Yeah, you you yeah. Wait a minute here. You drink you drink one cup every day. Yeah, I don't have to. Well, then I'm going to quit making it. You know, she says she's going to quit making it. Well, hey, that's fine. Oh. I wouldn't do that. I I gotta have at least at least one or two a day. But that's okay. You do what you want to do. But I I don't have any desire to drink coffee. Okay. Uh, I I need the caffeine every day. I've been drinking it since I was like. 12. That's good. I mean, that's if that's what you want. That's all right. All right. Very good. Well, uh, excellent. Kenny also asked this question: Do either of you, when the new year comes? People do something called a New Year's resolution where they like, uh, I don't know, maybe yeah. they'll uh, exercise or eat right or uh, pick up leaves uh, every day. What what yeah. is, do you have, have you ever had a New Year's resolution? Not really. Joanne? Not re- uh, I, uh, I, I got a bracelet that says, what would Jesus do? I put it on to help remind me to be a good person, and all it's doing is showing me what a rotten person I am. Oh, my God. Yeah, every every minute you're looking at that thing. I got to ask, what would Jesus do? <laughs> I'll tell you, she, she, she does a lot of things that I don't do. So are you saying she's the troublemaker? <laughs> no, I'm not troublemaker. It's her choice to do that. Yeah. I think Joanne might be the one that... It's a good thing she's got that bracelet on. <laughs> Can you imagine if she didn't have that bracelet on, you'd be dead. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't have a lot of issues. In okay, so you don't have... No, I mean, it's not like you have to lose weight. It's not like you have to uh, quit drinking. You already did that. I mean, that's that's a big one. Yeah, I, I don't have any of that. What, do you remember when you used to drink alcohol? Oh, I drank alcohol, all right. I know. it. Do you do you recall that? Uh, not really. Okay, all right. So you, you couldn't tell me, like, um, like, sometimes when people quit, like, something like alcohol... They get like cravings, you know, or they or they want a drink, or they're tempted to uh, uh, go back and like have a drink. Has that? A, do you recall that ever happening? I can't recall it, but I'm sure I did that. Were you like, oh, man, I could sure use a beer? Yeah, I, I guess uh, I drank. I I drank plenty. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so did I. So did I. Oh, the stories. The stories we could tell. Holy smokes. Uh, but I can, I cannot possibly crave it or nothing. I don't even think about that. Yeah, I know, because you've got so many years. Uh, you know, it's it's so far in the rearview mirror that, you know, it's, it's, yeah, really. it's effortless now. Um, when it comes to celebrating New Year's, Patrick wanted to know if you had a tradition like staying up till midnight. Yeah, up to last year we used to, but uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't put any kind of uh, value on it. Yeah, go to bed. I did the same thing. I was in bed by ten o'clock. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, totally. I'm on the same page. Um, let's, let's, uh, okay. Listen to this one. Brian writes this. Uh, good morning, Meathead and Joanne. Good morning, Brian, too. He says, I have a friend who is very strange. When he's behind closed doors, he is one person. Very funny, uh, swears a lot, but is funny. But when he's in public, he's the exact opposite. He's super nice, he's quiet, and polite. So he's like two different people. What do you think is wrong with this guy? Joanna says shy. So he's when when he's like at home, he's hilarious, but he swears all the time. But when he's out in the public, he's nice. He's shy. He's nice, public. nice, quiet, and polite. You know, he's almost like friendly and when he's outside of the house, but then when he's inside of the house, he's kind of like a tough guy. Mm. I gotta think. I I, I can't. I can't help uh, anybody. Maybe he's a people pleaser. Uh, Joanne thinks maybe he's a people pleaser. Uh, okay. Um, do you think such thing. Is, there, is that a problem? Is this guy okay? Yeah. So as long I as maybe just as long as he's not hurting anybody. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. So, so, uh, so in other words, we do not need to send him to the island. No, ignore him. Okay. <laughs> ignore the guy. I think that's, that's good advice. No, you really, hey, if he's in a conversation that's going on, get up and walk away. <laughs> Are you guys, speaking of the island, have you been following the story of this guy, Jeffrey Epstein? Yes. Yes. Okay, I know for a fact, Joanna, she's on top of all these things. That guy had an island, but it was a bad island. He was like a pedophile on the island. Wow. Yeah, that's that's an island that you, I mean, that's literally what we talked about. Go to, put him on the island. He needed to hang himself. Right, yeah, and uh, I'm sorry, Joanne? He needed to hang himself. Yeah, he did. And then some people say that they uh, that he might have been killed because he knew a lot of famous people that were on the island with him. But I guess that's, that news is going to come out very soon as to who was involved in that. It's a very bizarre, uh, shockingly terrible story. Wait a minute now. Clue me in on this. Okay. Did, did, he, did he die? Yeah, He okay, he had the island, and he had a bunch of money, and then he would bring famous people to the island and then they would do bad things to underage girls, okay? Well, once they found out about it and they arrested the guy, they put him in prison, and then the next thing you know, he hung himself in the cell, this guy who had the island. That's Jeffrey Epstein. So that was years ago, and the story's still kind of, they're still trying to piece it all together as to what went down there. But they know he's dead. That guy's dead. I didn't. I don't know much about this guy. I, I you know, I, this is like the, the first time I ever heard of. All right. Well, Joanne was following it. She'll she'll give you all the dirty details. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you don't want to know it. Maybe you don't want to know it. A lot of people are saying I, that uh, Bill Clinton used to go to the island. 
Remember Bill Clinton, Dad? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, all right. There is an upcoming presidential election uh, in November. I'm not going to get into yet who you're voting for, but just uh, be advised that that's coming. The, the, the whole campaign thing is heating up for this coming year. But a lot of people are talking about Trump and, uh, and Biden and who's going to win that. You know, I'm really thinking there's something wrong with my mentality. <laughs> what really? What are you talking about? Totally wrong. Why? Because I'm not into them. Oh. I don't even want. I don't want to even hear about them. No, I would say you're very normal. A lot of people are sick of the talk. I I, I don't pay attention. I I don't listen. Hey. If Joe Brown is going to be in my head of. Uh, Whatever, well, let them be, you know. I think, hey, I think that's a, uh, an enviable position to be in because uh, not having a care in the world is something that I think more people should adopt that because they get so, oh, I mean, you know. I, I, like to listen to, I like to listen to the information uh I got it. Very good. Uh, I got nothing more for you guys. Do you have anything that you want to say to people as the new year gets started? Here we are, January 3rd. Well, I have one thing to say, which is probably very common. I am so elated to have you folks actually think that I am or I have some important things to talk about. (laughs) Because... I, I just don't. No, yes, you do. Are you kidding me? It's it's your your lovable nature that makes you irresistible. You well, and, yeah, you I'm and, you and yeah, you and Joanne are just irresistible. Well, thank you. Okay. God bless you. All right. Much love. Thank you again, and uh, I'll I'll talk to you sometime between now and when I, we come see you on uh, Saturday. And thank you so much for you making my day start just right. Yeah. That and two cups of coffee or one cup of coffee or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, in fact, I haven't had a cup yet. There you go. Have I? You have? Yeah. Okay, she said you did. Oh, yep. no, she says I have had coffee already. You haven't had it. Oh, I haven't had it. Thank God she's so. there. Thank God she's there. <laughs> okay. Hey, man, I love I love your voice. I love hearing from you. Oh, likewise, likewise. Okay, guys, I'll talk to you soon. All right, audience. You guys are wonderful people. God bless you all. Okay, I'm sure they feel the same. Thank you. Bye-bye. 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 Uh, there we go. Another adventure. Dear Meathead. Never gets old. Never, ever gets old. Uh, thanks for supporting by sending in questions. He just, he loves that. Um, the multi-talented Ashley is here. She says, he sounds super happy today. He did, didn't he? Very sharp. I am questioning my mentality today. You know, he, um, he oftentimes... Well, no, he all, all the time, he's to a point uh, that he forgets that he ha- has dementia. 
So it's a perpetual um, process of he just, it's kind of like his hard drive is getting smaller and smaller. Very, very difficult for him. But uh, he has uh, forgotten that he actually has a condition. Um, and that's that's part of it, you know. You, uh, my my goal is to just stay involved with him enough that um, he doesn't ever like lose my lose me in his brain or Diana or the kids. I tell you what, there are times though when you walk in to see him, and in a silly way, he will say. Um, hey, who are you again? And he'll do it kind of like I'm joking, like he's joking. And but I'm pretty sure that he actually doesn't know who you who, who you are, and that's he doesn't want to make you. But he knows that he should know, so he doesn't want to make you feel bad by saying, "I don't know who the hell you are." Florida Man eight fourteen says, "Quote something wrong with my mentality." That is a classic line. So true. Kyle Ryan says, Meathead and Joanne, everyone loves you. Thank you for the many years of great memories. Uh, Kenny says he was, he was probably super happy because he already drank his coffee. Maureen says, my mom, my mom would forget me sometimes, but remember my husband and the kids. That was irritating. Yeah, I imagine. You just got to do memorable shit, you know? Like maybe walk in there and say, hey, mom, it's... Hi, honey. What's that, a puppy? Okay. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah. You got to do memorable shit, Maureen. You should have just walked in and said, hi, mom, and then took a shit on the floor or something. Uh, let's see. Chris says, fuck better help. They're not a sponsor. Call Meathead. I think they were a sponsor at one point. I get those come across my desk all the time. Hey, uh, Will you uh, do ads for this, that, and the other thing? Yeah, sure. I don't give a shit. Just pay me. Uh, Kenny says he did not kill himself. Uh, Epstein didn't kill himself. Clinton killed him. Yeah, I don't know if I believe those conspiracy theories. I guess it's possible. Put it this way. If he, if someone did kill him, I can see why they killed him. Um, more on that in a second, because that stupid list is about to come out today. Actually, let's just get into that. Um, so people are waiting for, I think it's today that they're going to release this trove of documents that will have names mentioned. Now, if anybody's suspecting that it's going to be like one page and on the top of the paper, it says 
dudes who had sex with young girls on the island. And then it's just 150 names. Uh, that's not true. That's not what's going to be. It's literally thousands of pages of documents of people that have had some type of involvement with Jeffrey Epstein. Um, not known is whether it's for sinister reasons or for other reasons. Uh, Virginia Jeffrey, one of the women who was trafficked on the island, uh, was able to work her magic and finally get this document, these documents released. What I don't understand, and somebody asked the question on the Today Show today, but they didn't really give the person who they were talking to didn't really give an answer. Why in the legal realm, when Jeffrey was trying to get justice, um, to have justice went out in that whole process, why in God's name did they make it so that, um, those names were redacted in the first place? Well, I, I don't understand why, why, why you have to seal a document. All right, I might have a problem here. I've got a dog who does not want to be in here. So I'm just giving, I'm putting you on high alert that if she continues this, she either thinks mom is in the other room and has to go with her. So that's why she's staring at the door right now. Or she's got to go to the bathroom. Either way, I can't be doing this show with little Darla squealing away. Honey. Come here. Hold on a second. Come here, peanut. Okay. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a short break, and I'm going to go take her outside, see if she has to go potty. Let's get knock that one out. Okay? So I want you to stay right there, and I'll be back with you, okay? Stand by. Don't go anywhere. Annoying. She did not go. And so I just then put her in a little kennel. Which I said to Pooh Bear, oh, yeah, maybe next time just drop her off in the kennel there. Kind of fucked me up. That's okay. We'll get through it. Um, so thousands of pages of documents on the Epstein thing. And there'll be like 150 names at different levels of involvement with Epstein. It's not like a list of like everybody who's ever had sex with a kid. All right. Side note. Um, <laughs> before I get into that, it, this is worth um, talking about. Hurricane Ashley just got a puppy. And, and this happens from time to time where a person gets a dog and then a situation changes for one reason or another. And the decision is made that the dog may be better in another home. I think that's going on there. I'm not entirely sure, but... She wrote, guys, I got a puppy. Does anybody want it? 
He's an adorable black dog that's part lab and part like poodle. What are those called? Labradoodles. Uh, Blackadoodles. Doodle blacks. Uh, Pabradors. I don't know. But I saw the dog. I saw a picture of the dog. And um, it's got these enormous paws. And they're really spectacular. This dog is is great. Ducky is the name of the dog. She says it's a labradoodle, but all lab. I don't know what that means. So if anybody wants the damn dog, you got to reach out to her. I don't know if it's free. I don't think it's free because I think she just paid a ton of money. Uh, Rich says, did she steal it? And that's entirely possible. Because you know that's what she does. She's she's a dog thief. You know? Ben Glaze says, that almost happened to me since our two dogs didn't get along, but we had to barricade our place down the middle. I remember that, and they got along. It is a free dog. You get a free dog that I think has some significant... I think she paid a lot of money for the dog. I'm pretty sure um, in the thousands range. You know how it is these days. Anything doodle. I mean, even if the dog is a complete pile of shit, it's going to cost you thousands if you throw doodle on it. Like Bruce right there. Um, If I just said... He's a French doodle. It'd be it'd be his value would go from like nothing to ninety thousand dollars. So whatever you have in life, dog related, throw the word doodle on the end of it, and its value goes up. Like if you said this is a poodle doodle, it's you know a million dollars. Ashley says the dog is in good hands right now. It's not an emergency. We are fine. I do think he's going to be pretty big, though. He shouldn't shed. His parents were about 50 pounds or so big, a big lab and a standard poodle. He's a black man dog. Maureen has a pit bull doodle. She's trying to get rid of that dog, Mocha. My God. All right, enough on the dogs. Let's talk about Epstein. So Aaron Rodgers, um, he doesn't like Jimmy Kimmel. This is based on Rodgers with all the anti-vax shit. And... uh, So he's been the butt of Jimmy Kimmel's jokes over the years. So out of the blue, Aaron Rodgers suggests on Pat McAfee's show yesterday that Jimmy Kimmel is one of the names on the Epstein list. And he didn't do it in a clever way. He just said, Jimmy Kimmel's on the list or some shit. I'll get into it. Um, 
quote, there's a lot of people, including Jimmy Kimmel, really hope that the list doesn't come out. That's what he said. And they all go, ah, come on. I mean, but that isn't really a joke. That's just basically saying that'd be like if, if someone said that my name was on the list. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know this, but, uh, there's a lot of people, including Eric Zane, really hoping that the names don't come out. That, that's saying that I would go to Epstein's Island and, uh, and I was one of the pedophiles. That's what you're saying. Now, um, that's slander. Just coming out and saying, I mean, there's nothing clever about it. He just said Jimmy Kimmel is on the list. So there's no real comedy there. He then said, I'll tell you what, if that list comes out, I definitely will be popping some sort of bottle. Uh, Rogers is saying he's going to celebrate because obviously some of his naysayers or enemies, he's suggesting, are on that list. And thus, the Jimmy Kimmel reference. Kimmel fired a warning shot back to Rogers, writing, Dear Asshole, and he wrote it double A S S hole, because his name is double A Ron. Dear double A S S hole, for the record, I've not met, flown with, visited, or had any contact whatsoever with Epstein, nor will you find my name on any, quote, list, other than the clearly phony nonsense that soft-brained wackos like yourself, I love the term wacko, can't seem to distinguish from reality. Your reckless words put my family in danger. Keep it up. And we will debate the facts further in court, meaning you shut the fuck up or I'm going to sue you so fast your fucking head's going to spin. Go, Jimmy, go. I've always hated Aaron Rodgers. I hated Aaron Rodgers before I ever heard him say a word because Aaron Rodgers, though he's 95 years old, if he's playing the Lions... This is what's going to happen. The pocket's going to collapse around him. He's going to step three steps forward and then tuck the ball and uh, run for 11 when he needs 10. Run for 16 when he needs 15. Or dump a pass to some asshole and we lose. So I hated that fucker for a long time before I heard him open his mouth. And as soon as he opened his mouth and we got a little snapshot into his fucked up uh, brain, I was like, now I, I, I want him dead. Fuck this guy. Back in March, Kimmel mocked Rogers for discussing the Epstein list and UFOs during a February appearance on the Pat McAfee show. Um, it, at, during that March clip, Rogers said, did you hear about the Epstein client list to be released? There's some files that have some names on it that might be getting released pretty soon. Kimmel played the clip of Rogers on his late night show saying, quote, it might be time to revisit the concussion protocol, Aaron. He also referred to the quarterback as a tinfoil hatter. 
Now, he is a tinfoil hatter, but I don't know if it's for the reasons that Kimmel suggested. Um, he's a, you know, it's a, one of these idiot right-wing conspiracy theorists, piece of shits. But, um, I, you know, I don't know if, if Aaron Rodgers saying, hey, did you hear there's a client list? That's all that he had to say. And then Kimmel said, oh, yeah, you know, he's crazy. But it turns out he's right. So whatever. Uh, no big deal. Congratulations. You're right. There's a list. But to say that Jimmy Kimmel's on the list, you could get yourself in some trouble. He's actually should be thankful that um, he should be thankful that that's all Kimmel did. You know, I think typically you got to throw like a cease and desist before you. Um, and I guess that that would be a cease and desist. I don't know if technically, but I think I might even have this clip. I guess I should have started with that, you know? Mm-hmm. Bring it up. Bring it up, Foxy, or somebody back Seats there. Seats on it. We have Super Bowl 58. You'll see it. The emblem put on the screen. And then bring up 57 and 56. This has something to do with the Epstein list that came out. <laughs> Feels like it's like. <laughs> supposed to be coming out soon. That's supposed to be coming. By the way, if you're paying this guy this much money to be on the show, get him a goddamn mic. He's in his stupid wine cellar. Look at this guy. He's been it's waiting in his wine people. cellar. Yeah. I've been waiting in my wine I, cellar for this thing. A lot of people, including Jimmy Kimmel, are really hoping that doesn't. Happen. <laughs> All right. All right. Obviously, a clip from this particular program was run on Jimmy Kimmel's show. Uh, whenever Aaron brought up the the list and then jimmy mocked him for it mm-hmm. aaron has not forgotten about that but here we are sitting right in front of that nice bottle of scotch mm-hmm. what do you say i'm waiting to celebrate something oh yeah, yeah something <laughs> he's awesome. been waiting That's for the that. one. <laughs> they're getting ready to celebrate the list of pedophiles who had sex with little girls three fucking meatheads are laughing about a list of sick disgusting people who had sex with kids. Oh, this is great. This is great. <laughs> okay. The guy on the, on the one side is, um, what the fuck is his name? Ethan Hawk, AJ Hawk. He never talks. He just sits there. That's his job to sit there. He doesn't, he doesn't have a, 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 a cell in his brain. Look at how straight his head is. Have you ever seen a more rectangular, fucked up looking head in your life? Look at these three pieces of shit meatheads. Uh, is, is the popping the cork because there's a list? I mean, who gives a shit? So you were right that there's a list. Congratulations. And Jimmy Kimmel made fun of you that you thought there was a list. So what? But then you put, say, Kimmel's name is on the list? That's different. If that list comes out, I definitely will be popping popping some sort of bottle. Hey, we've been calling for it for a few years now. Anyone else notice this? Oh, my God. All right. God, I don't know sometimes whether to like or hate McAfee. I've never been in between. It's, it's fucking retarded. God damn. Tyler says, I was really disappointed when Aaron Rodgers did not sustain a more Theismann-like injury when he got hurt. Yeah, I'm with you. I didn't get, yeah, I, I was right there with you. Um, Linda says, I hate that hard knocks made me like Rodgers this year. I said it. Yeah, 
You watch him on the football field. I guess he uh, had some type of uh, magnanimous approach to some of the younger players. That and you know how Linda is. Linda is a is a is a soft brain ninny herself. You know, all you need to basically do to uh, make Linda's uh, loins quiver is be good at sports or something sports related and uh, talk. And then she falls in love. All right. You take anyone in sports and, um, you know, if, if you catch Linda's eye and then she hears you, she's just going to fall in love with you. That's, that's why she fell in love with Nick Saban. Remarkable. Uh, AJ Hawk is their hot wings. That's exactly right. He doesn't do shit. He just sits there and stares. Tyler says, I guarantee that the hard knocks thing, he was fake as fuck because he knew he was mic'd up and on camera. Yeah, but that's all it takes for Linda to fall in love. I mean, seriously. She got a new boyfriend every day. Uh, Joe Martinez is here. He says he is a freaking joke. He doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. Maureen, the sister of Linda, laughs at soft brain ninny. All right. I just love that Jimmy Kimmel called him an asshole. That's my favorite thing. Yeah, I can't stand Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Hurricane Ashley says, Linda, there is nothing wrong with having a new boyfriend every day. Weird. If you say so. All right, where am I here? I'm losing my mind. Focus. Uh, Speaking of Joe Martinez, thank you to A&E Heating and Cooling. This savior of heat is making it or has made it possible to get a furnace tune-up, which will really, really improve the performance of your furnace, no matter how old it is, uh, by noticeable levels. He is offering this for $0. I'm not even kidding. This is the process. You call. You schedule. He cleans and tunes. He leaves. Which, by the way, Joe, I haven't forgotten you. I got to get you my DTE account number. He needs that because he then reaches out to DTE. And uh, he says, look, I, this this uh, customer's furnace was tuned by me. Pay me. They then pay him the 79 bucks it costs to tune a furnace. So you get it for free. All winter long, you have to the end of February to take advantage of this. So reach out and get it done. The longer you wait, the more money you're spending on an inefficient furnace. The more efficient it is, the less gas it's going to burn, which means the less money, uh, less money out of your pocket. 616-516-8579. Call today in West Michigan. Uh, Also in West Michigan, Impact Power Sports, online at impactpowersportsmi.com. In Rockford, Michigan, 
motorcycles, ATVs, side-by-sides, UTVs, golf carts, Michigan's newest Yamaha dealer of Yamaha golf carts, the best in the business. They can make these things. They can trick them out, have them any way you like. Reach out to Impact Power Sports, their website. Take a look at the inventory or go in person and see what's up at Impact Power Sports. They also service all makes and models of all these amazing fun types of equipment that make your summers and your winters so much fun. You know, a lot of times I'm driving back from Grayling, I see a guy pulling a uh, ATV side by side, whatever, and it's like caked with dirt. And I'm like, you know that that dude or that chick had so much fun. You can check out the selection at Impact Power Sports online at Impact Power Sports, MI.com. Uh, thank you to Dale as well from Superior Cleaning and Power Washing. Uh, Dale works so damn hard. I mean, he's taken that uh, that that entrepreneur spirit that he had when he was West Michigan's drug kingpin. And uh, after spending 22 years in the Michigan penal system, he took that energy and decided to live a clean life. And God bless him for it. He's been uh, sober for years now. Thank, thank Christ for that. And uh, he built superior cleaning and power washing from the ground up. Cleaning janitorial services for restaurants, hood cleaning from a certified specialist. Also power washing and snow plowing. Superior cleaning and power washing. Add snow plowing. 231-740-4098. That's 231-740-4098. Believe it or not, if the weather calls for it, he still will power wash. Uh, If not, wait to the spring. 231-740-4098. 98. All right. Where am I going here? Uh, oh, oh my God. A couple more radio stories or uh, news stories I want to get to. I don't know why I said radio. I have a clip for you sent by, um, I think it's Chris D. That will make sense as to why Jim Harbaugh is the way he is. Okay. This is a clip, first of all, of uh, of Harbaugh after the big game in which they beat Alabama. Brad Galley is the Channel 7 uh, news reporter. How special is this moment after all this time, Jim, to stand up there with your team and win the Rose Bowl? Just glorious. Glorious, uh, glorious day for the Michigan Wolverines and our team. I mean, we're so connected, such a together team. Nobody could really know just how together they are. And I knew there was just nothing could happen inside the stadium that would uh, would break that apart. It's almost poetic to have Blake rumble in for the touchdown and then to get a defensive stop on fourth down. I mean, that's a Harbaugh win. That's a Michigan win if there ever is one. How big is your smile? This guy, Brad Galley, is such an ass kisser. It's a glorious win. Glorious win, man. We're so excited. It's just awesome. What Appreciate will your message be to these guys as you get into Houston for the national championship? Just so now? proud of them. Glorious win. Uh, we get on the plane. We'll go back to Ann Arbor. We'll get ready for that game in Houston. Congratulations. Thanks. Thanks. Okay. No big deal. Uh, I, I play that, though, to set up this. If you ever wondered where all of uh, the retardation comes from and um, how Jim Harbaugh got to be the flakiest oddball weirdo. We need look no further than this clip. 
of Jim Harbaugh's mom and dad. First of all, look at this guy. This is like a time warp. Like, here's Harbaugh right here. Here's Jim. And look at the old man. It's him. Same reporter talking to these uh, Harbaugh's mom and dad. You're going to want to punch the mom directly in the face. Your son talks about the two of you all the time. He's talked about this moment coming for this program for a long time. How do you put into words your emotions right now? Are you kidding me? They won! <laughs> How do you put into words your emotions right now? Are you kidding me? They won! Oh. What's better than that? Oh. family they will use for a long time and it goes like this who's better better than us nobody i know you get tense during these games i don't like these people at all you on the edge of your seat throughout this one well of course we were yelling and screaming that's what we're supposed to i've never been more of a uh, fan of elder abuse in all my life than right now Right before the long drive, Jackie decided that we should switch seats. Oh, my goodness. And I moved to her seat. She moved to mine. And, and I know that uh, no one gives a shit about this story, but I'm going to give you all these details. Anyway, speaking of seats, uh, my cousin used to work for the Gilmore Seat Company back in Topeka, Kansas. Topeka, Kansas, you know, Kansas entered the union back in 1855. I was 24 years old. I remember the day very well. This is the result that we get. All right, so you, you'll have to do I that. I just hope that when I get old, my vo I don't get old man voice. Okay, that's old man voice. I mean, I can do this to the day I die. As long as I don't shock to shock, I get Clark, I guess, with yellow fucking teeth. Oh, God. The national championship yeah. at a certain time, maybe a little earlier yeah, in that game. game. Yeah, for everybody's happiness. Congratulations. No, you don't need to congratulate him. Your your son's team won. God. Happy New Year. That's what it sounds like. Uh let's see. Rebecca says, Oh God, that voice. Corey says, kill this woman, hit him with hit her with a car. Tyler says you can actually hear Brad Galley's dick stiffening every time he talks to Harbaugh. Boy, I really draw drew out Joe Martinez. He's all over it now. He says, Who's got it better than us? Nobody. Okay, great. Uh Tyler says, I've never wanted people to suffer a heart attack or a stroke before listening to these two speak. Joe Martinez says, because you're not a true Michigan fan. Okay. No, I'm not a fan of Michigan. Are you kidding me? No, I've never been a fan of Michigan. No, no, I take it back. When I was a little boy, when I was a child, I was. But then I grew up. All right. Kenny says they need to put in the assisted living home that Happy Gilmore's grandma was in. That's where they need to go. He refers to me as a flip flopper. I think I'm a. I think it's talking about me. How? I haven't once said, "Yeah, Michigan rules." I wanted Michigan to beat Alabama, but that wasn't because I like Michigan. That was because Alabama cheated their way into the Final Four. 
I've said that many times. I've said I can't stand Harbaugh, and that's true. I said I like the players, and I still feel that way. I wanted them to beat Alabama because Alabama cheated their way in. They won. That's good. Do I want Michigan to uh, uh, beat Washington? Yeah, I do. Again, I like uh, Corum. I like uh, the quarterback who um, sucks now. Remember when um, Michigan was cheating every game? And he was like uh, uh, 25 out of 25 for 500 yards with four touchdowns. And I think, I was just looking at the stat sheet, J.J. McCarthy's stat line since the cheating scandal broke, he's completed 6% of his passes. He's got one touchdown pass and uh, 15 interceptions. He's passed for 46 yards in the last five games. So since they stopped cheating, he now is a uh, he's a he's a less than average quarterback. He probably wouldn't be able to uh, quarterback Muskegon High School. He stinks. Michigan has a strong defense and a good running game, so they're able to still kick everybody's ass. Now, will there will that persist against Washington? I hope so. I hope so. I want Michigan to beat Washington. Tophus says she has more of an old man voice than he does. Mr. and Mrs. Strokebaugh. Did I ever tell you about the time that I switched seats with Mrs. Harbaugh here? Oh, that's a great story. We can do that one. Start from the beginning. Okay, dear. Well, she stood up, and then I looked at her, and I said, what are you doing? And then I said, let's change seats. Okay, dear. So we change seats. Now, I know that you want to commit suicide right now listening to my story, but holy moly, we just... We won! Who's got it better than us? Nobody! Let's fuck! The Harbaugh's suck dick. I hate those people. God damn. So now I've listened to old audio of me from decades ago, and I generally sound the same then as I do now. I just pray to baby Jesus that I don't establish that sound. You can just hear the crackling in the brain of, uh, of, of synapses that no longer do the synapse thing. Ugh. All right. That is my the end of the discussion about the Harbaugh's. That Brad Galley, he is a real piece of work. Jesus. Um, not exactly a uh, impartial. I think he's just a big, big homer. I, I guess that makes sense. He's working for the local Detroit TV station, but... God forbid if Michigan State ever gets success again. Is he going to be as much of a suck-up to them? 
which I don't know if that's ever going to happen again. They just brought in some coach who stinks and uh, they think they're going to, I think the only thing that they needed at Michigan state was um, they needed to determine that there wasn't like a, a vicious sexual appetite after the Mel Tugger bullshit. By the way, I think I heard my voice doing my impression of Mr. and Mrs. Harbaugh. Thank you to Blue Frost IT. They are the managed IT service provider for the show. You can reach them at 616-200-8550 for any IT concerns or needs. Uh, they can help you every step of the way. And finally, Frank Fuss from My Policy Shop Insurance. He is a licensed independent insurance agent slash broker. Uh, Matt Kuypers now has five kids to care for, a wife and five kids. In the unlikely event that something awful happens to Matt, what's going to happen to Mrs. Kuypers and the little ones? You got to have it secured. The future secured with a life insurance policy. Insure your life this week. Do that. Reach out to Frank. He can help you every step of the way. Go to buyinsurancehere.com. Tyler Kerr, I'm looking at you too. You better be covered. Buyinsurancehere.com. Life insurance policy doesn't cost you that much. And you're insured for hundreds of thousands, even millions of dollars for you and your family. Buyinsurancehere.com. B-U-Y, insurancehere.com. That is uh, to get you started and get the uh, information over to Frank. He will then schedule a phone call or come to your house or you go to him or you go out for coffee, whatever it is. Uh, Zoom. Buyinsurancehere.com. That is the website. Uh Maureen suggests that the Harbaugh's can be the asshole of the day. Well, I don't know about that. Joe Martinez writes, Michigan State will always be a suck-ass school. Now, you got to understand, a lot of the times he's doing this voice to text. So it should say suck-ass school, so it gets lost. And he's probably driving. You know, if I'm you... After all that's happened with Chris, the Mexican destroying your van, I don't want your hand on a phone. I, I, you know, hopefully you're not driving. Maybe you're not. Maybe you're just at home or out in the field somewhere. Concerning Mrs. Harbaugh, someone should have ran over, grabbed her by the throat and ripped her vocal cords right out on TV. Joe says he's driving 80 miles an hour down the highway. Okay. All right. Please be careful. Yesterday's asshole of the day was Nick Saban for some reason. I never remember why. Who is today's recipient? I think I know. Double A Hole Rogers. Aaron Rodgers, asshole Rodgers is your TC paintball asshole of the day. He could be that every day. I hate that dude. 
What a dick. That is my time. Thank you for being part of my day today. Thank you for making me part of your day today. Keep in mind, though, there's more podcasting to be done with the Patreon bonus podcast. Um, And I will get to that sometime before lunchtime. So thank you so much for being here and checking this out. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you, folks. Bye-bye.